Pool Together is the world's number one prize-saving lottery, and this is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Visit pooltogether.com to deposit. There we go. Okay, uh, welcome to episode four of the Pool Together Community Podcast. So um, this week we have uh, someone who's, who was very instrumental in building the Pull Together community on, on Discord and is now EPNS. And um, so we'll learn a lot about his, both his time at Pull Together and EPNS. Um, and we're, we're going to touch many things, some, some other interesting points and uh, themes for 2022 and so on. Um, just because every podcast is not financial advice, um, please, of course, do your own research and uh, crypto uh, and digital assets are unregulated and uh, risky and you could lose some or all of your investment. So with that being said, uh, let's go over to Blake, Blake Burrito. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Super glad to be here. I uh, love my my pool together family. Um, I I, I was around Web3 and did some other things before, but uh, my involvement with Pool Together is, is what I am kind of claiming as my, my first real big um, success the way I see it. So uh, I always will have a warm uh, place in my heart for, for the community because of that. And yeah, like I said, glad to be here. Love what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're actually, let's start with that. Can you give us a bit of background as to your involvement with Pool Together and the community and and how out and you know, what you did and, and, and you know, your, your memories of that. Yeah, sure. So um, just kind of quick background on me. Prior to pandemic, uh, I was eight to five office job for years uh, with the same company. And then bam, pandemic. Oh, your position no longer exists. So I uh, was able to, you know, kind of stay home with everyone and get those stimmies uh, and, and kind of make my hobby um take up even more of my time right so uh soon enough full-time effort is in web3 and um start working with different DAOs. uh early last year was the pool together airdrop which was kind of the um impetus for the community kind of um congregating on discord uh next came community calls and from that uh collaboration um, true uh, organic collaboration between the community members, um, which we uh, started working on the grants proposal back in uh, March of last year. Uh, by May, we had a live program and uh, was uh, working with with it live for six months thereafter. So um, obviously had, had my hand in a, a few other um, initiatives but those were uh, grants specifically was was my main contribution to the community um yeah so, so to, yeah tell us a bit about the grants committee grants committee because i understand that's something quite unique isn't it in in web3 at the moment and uh can you tell us how that came about and what kind of what was the impetus and and the difference it's made and also you know what how unique it actually is in in web3 right at the moment 
Yeah, for sure. So to speak to the to the importance of grants, um, we can take it kind of higher level uh, past grants specifically to how people operate within a DAO, right? Um, at the end of the day, a DAO, a Web3 project, a protocol, whatever, uh, it, it's still very similar to traditional companies, Web2 companies, anything else you can think of um, that you interact with today. Uh, you still need marketing people. You still need creative. You still need this, that, and the other thing. Uh, the challenge it, with a decentralized structure um, it is, well, many fold, but one of those is people who want to fill those roles don't often have a clear way to do so. Uh, and I don't, I don't, I'm not speaking about any roles specifically here. Um, really, I'm talking about just in general, any kind of contribution to a project uh, that requires time, talent, and effort on behalf of that contributor. Uh, has some kind of benefit um, or at least impact right to the to the project, and they need to be uh, compensated for that impact um, right because it, it's not it, it may be a solo effort or a small team effort, but it's an overall benefit um, so when it came to pool together, uh, bring it back down to to ground level and, and pool grants uh, that was our challenge is people wanted to do certain things, uh, did not have a clear way to be able to present that to the community, pitch it, um, get it funded, et cetera. Uh, and that's what grants was all about. Uh, as far as our project, our program and what we put together, um, we started out with the, with the mindset that whether this is someone looking for, you know, $5 for something that takes one minute or $100,000 that's going to take several months, uh, everyone should have access and um, access commensurate to the effort that they put in on the back end, right? So that five-minute person, they should spend seconds applying versus, right, uh, the uh, flip side of that. Um, but yeah, obviously we that's how we put and that was the mindset of the proposal process which um from start to finish writing the proposal to actually voting and having it live um was March, April and most of May. So a good 3 months to get that done. Uh a couple things that we did differently um well first, right, always take advantage of the of the people who blazed a path before you, right? So uh, we, we largely just copied what Ave Grants did and adapted it in a few ways. Um, yeah. the, the structure of the, of the team, uh, we looked at existing grant structures and teams, um, and, and what we found is that it was often the same people that were, that were developing the protocol. Um, if not, then it was uh, leads and and founding members of other protocols uh, that were expected to to vote on these grants and and review them, et cetera. 
Uh, so we went with a different approach and made it a community-led, because it was a community-led effort, it should be community-managed thereafter, right? Uh, so every member was pulled directly from, from the community. Um, most of us were instrumental in, in writing the dang proposal itself, right? So involvement from top to bottom. And uh, yeah, I think it had tremendous value throughout. Um, you know, we can get into the differences and the nuances, but uh, ultimately having having dedicated people um, it, it was the big, big difference. And I, I'm glad we did go that way. So what's, yeah, that, do you also look at what's been some of the, the highlights for you from the grants committee in terms of the, the outcome for the protocol or how it's helped the protocol? Sure. Um, well, one thing that I think is super obvious and I love seeing is the, the, the groups that have gone off from it, right? So uh, the Treasury Management Group, the uh, upcoming social um, and marketing groups, uh, and the Treasury Group, for example, they came to us um, looking for a, a grant to begin with, and we told them, from the from the beginning, and Gabor was instrumental in, in this. So shout out to him um, on his work with uh, uh, with Lama uh, Lama community. Um, but yeah, it, it, we recognized that it was something that was going to have to go that way. We um, turned them in that direction, and uh, they were kind of disappointed to begin with because they had this great idea and they wanted to get it funded and started working on it, but. Uh, just like the proposal for the grants itself, taking three months, that took more time. And ultimately, we got a great result from it, right? So um, mm. that and to be to be honest, I, I think we were probably a little bit, well, not necessarily unprepared, but um, not aware of the positive, um, well, the amount of, of responses we'd get for the first right. It, uh, for the first almost two months, almost two months, we had about a grant, uh, a proposal coming in a day. Um, I think our first 90 days or so, we had close to 80 or 70 something. Um, and it's stayed steady since then. So uh, that's a testament to the quality of the proposals that we've gotten and, and the people behind them, I mean, um, because they invite new people, they spread their word, and um, it, it's been, for the most part, organic, right? Um, it, mm. We've done no marketing for it and um, just use the assets that we've uh, built from the program that we built to, to extend our reach. Um, but yeah, big things are, uh, you know, really it was the first, within Pool Together anyways, the first community-led initiative um from start to finish that that is live uh and then obviously the the responses that we've gotten uh and i was glad to see that those those responses and those proposals they really were um everything small dollar everything you think of like people just you know asking for money straight up um to like omni analytics and and others uh that are real deep reports and time intensive. So um, those would be the two biggest things. Okay, that's, that's great. Okay, so then, um, so you're now working at EPNS. So 
Uh, first of all, can you tell us what is EPNS and and what is the what is the purpose or the mission of this of this uh, this uh, protocol or initiative? Absolutely, uh, mission it is real simple. Web three notifications for all. Um, I don't know about you guys, but as a user, uh, one of my biggest challenges has always been how do I follow this contract? How do I know if this token is doing this or this protocol is, is doing that? Uh, or if my transactions have, have cleared, um, there's no, uh, simple solution for, for web three notifications. Um, outside of, out of what we're doing at EPNS. So, uh, it's Ethereum push notification service. Um, Maybe some alpha, but Ethereum uh, will soon be a misnomer because we will be cross-chain. Uh, but it, it, real simple. Um, let's use pool together, for example. I want to know when a drawing happens, if I win, um, et cetera. And that's exactly what uh, EPNS delivers with a notification channel. Uh, it, it's all, and uh, just for clarity, um, I've been with them now four weeks. I'm the VP of governance. So my focus has been um, largely what I did with Pool Together. Uh, the forums and the proposals and the processes of how we can um, uh, make that governance process thrive and all that entails. So uh, the protocol itself um, it, it is, well, Obviously, everyone knows I'm not a coder. It's not, not ever going to be my strong suit. But uh, they just went, we, we just met, went mainnet just yesterday. So for people who know EPNS, and um, I think people are usually pretty aware of it because they've been around a while, um, they've been on testnet uh, up until now. So huge day for us yesterday. And uh, the Discord was popping, popping new, user, new users. So it was great to see. Um, and it, it's an exciting project to be with because uh, it, the real light bulb moment um, that I had with one of my teammates, Jaff, uh, over with EPNS was when he compared it to Apple iOS notifications. Um, whether you're aware or not, uh, every app on the App Store integrates with Apple's own, I think they call it lightning notifications, maybe. Um, and it totally standardizes and is uniform notifications and um, different interactions, right, with, with the apps that we use every day. And that's exactly what EPNS will be. Uh, it's an infrastructure protocol and one that soon enough, um, the, the front-facing side of it will be less and less because it's, it will be just part of every protocol's um, working ecosystem. Okay, so like for for um, for I guess the every everyday person, everyday person, or I don't know, um, just the Web three user. How how can what could they do with EPNS now? How how could they use it? So rather than being a protocol develop developing a solution, how can this a normal everyday uh, crypto or Web3 user use EPNS and what would they use it for? Absolutely. Um, great question. And um, 
let me tell you. Uh, so, so it's EPNO, and then you just go directly to the DAP. And within the DAP, there are different channels. There's a pool together channel. Um, there's an EPNS and a snapshot, and etc. Uh, if I opt into the snapshot channel, for example, we offer a, a few different uh, platforms. We have an iOS app, Play Store app, a, a, and a browser extension. Um, if I log into the DAP and uh, opt into any of these channels, if I have the iOS app, loaded on my phone, I will get notifications exactly like I get them for any other app in my phone. Every time the channels that I follow with my address on Snapshot, I will be notified of a new proposal to those channels. Uh, same with the browser extension. You open, uh, you have Chrome opened up and a new proposal comes to Snapshot. I get a notification there. Um, through the EPNS browser extension. So uh, it's as simple and straightforward as that. Um, I, I don't mean to uh, overcomplicate it and um, overplay it because it, it really is uh, one of the most basic services that it, it, it's surprising that we um, still are um, having to, uh, you know, address it in a lot of ways, right? Because it's such an unserved uh, portion of Web3. Uh, one more quick example, uh, if I may, if if I am um, uh, staking on, on or I have a position, sorry, a, a borrow position on Aave, and that position is in danger of being liquidated, uh, I can get notified through the uh, opting in of the Aave channel on the EPNS app as well. So uh, I don't know if you guys ever had a position liqui <laughs> liquefied, but I have. Um, and it sucked to see that go through just on my ether scan. I, I pulled up my ether scan later in the day and was like, Hey, what's this? And, uh, yeah. So sinking feeling that I don't want anyone to, uh, ever share if you can avoid it. And the way to do that obviously is by getting notified that it, it, it it's a potentiality, right? It, you're in danger of it happening, right? Just like you log into the to any um, borrowing DAP now, it'll tell you the health score. Uh, you should be notified of that, and that's what EPNS would do. Will is do. That, is that available now on like, on like Aave and Compound already, or is that coming? This kind of liquidation. It, liquidation? it, it is live on Aave. Uh, Compound oh, wow. will okay. will be coming, um, but yes, it is. Okay. That's done. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Um, it, any other sort of applications you can think of, like in terms of which stand out? Uh, uh, yeah. So um, big focus of mine, obviously, governance. Um, when And a discourse it does have an answer for this somewhat. They're, they're kind of clunky about it. But uh, new proposals posted to discourse channels um, within governance forums. Same thing. Uh, notified for that, as well as obviously the um, votes for Snapshot, uh, as well as uh, like uh, we just worked with DXDAO. Uh, they launched their governance just within the last couple of weeks and we set up a notification channel for them. So um, I think it's dxd.vote, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they did a custom uh, forum 
rather than a discourse. And we set up a, a custom channel for them, for their users to get notifications on that forum. So uh, yeah, the, the governance would be a big one for me because, um, and I think I probably lose a lot of people within Web3 because I don't know what the Venn diagram of Web3 users and people interested in US politics really is, but uh, Biden, uh, President Biden had a huge speech on voting rights and um, talked about democracy a lot uh, yesterday. And it, it, it's, it's absolutely true that um, democracies are only healthy with, with healthy voting procedures, uh, healthy voter turnout and interest and involvement. Uh, and that absolutely speaks true to the Web3 community as well. And um, instead of the, the health of countries and states, uh, it's, it's the health of protocols that mm. every listener here is, is involved in, uh, one or many, and it's what we all care about, uh, the way to keep them thriving and innovating and healthy. Um, if it's a DAO that that protocol wants to be, right? And that's what we all strive for. It's all about governance. You have to vote. You have to delegate your votes. You have to um, utilize your voting power because those, those tokens in your wallet, uh, those are more than just liquid assets. Uh, they have more than just material wealth. They have utility um, past, obviously, their, their worth. Uh, and often that utility is tied directly and largely, if not solely, to its voting power. Okay. Um, okay. In terms of, um, okay, we have a question here. So what would be a huge win for EPNS? So, for example, Pete's stories of people depositing $75 and winning you know, thousands or you know, thousands of dollars. What's the EPNS version of that? If, if you if you can can think of something. Sure. Um, now that we are live and people can take advantage of more uh, of the channels that we do have set up already for people to use, uh, I would love to start seeing people just exactly like I said, uh, screenshotting their notification that they are in danger of their uh, positions getting um getting liquidated or their proposals that they've been working on for for months finally passing and that transaction going through uh, stuff like that um now long term i would love to see and um i think that we will soon see uh metamask notifications um everyone's favorite hated maybe wallet uh, that we all use. Um, yeah, it, it, it needs some notifications. And uh, I think it, we're going to be able to deliver it to it. So I definitely, like I said, protocol is not, <laughs> and it's not what I was hired to do at EPNS either. Um, but I, I am the representative of the company here today. So uh, you got my word for it anyways. But um yeah, it, we will be delivering that. No, absolutely. Okay, um, let's just talk. Let's just move. Let's just talk uh, a little bit wider in, in Web three crypto. Just get your views and stuff. What do you see as the main trends going into twenty twenty two? So, so what 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 do you expect to happen in this space? And uh, any things that you're particularly 
looking out for or potentially could could see happening this year? Sure. Um, I mean, I, I think the, in my mind, kind of the pinnacle, uh, really next huge step would be to see one of these big Web2 companies um, make that transition. And whatever that looks like, hopefully it's like a, a, a tokenification, an airdrop to the users, right? But uh, Discord, Twitter, and the rest, um, that that claim to and cater to these communities. Um, put your money where your mouth is, right? I mean, it, it's really that simple. Uh, will it happen? I mean, I don't know. I think your guess is as good as mine. I, I'm not like overly hopeful, but um, that's what I would be excited for and really looking for. Uh, past that, um, you know, I... Maybe I'm not the most philosophical guy, but uh, yeah, I, I governance has been my my focus and what I'm what I'm you know passionate about and what I've tried to build within Web three. Uh, every every user, um, it seems you know we were all kind of like hobbyists, right? We all got into Bitcoin or whatever, and then like, oh shit, I can make a like a job out of this and like make some money at it. So uh, we're all just kind of trying to find our way, but. Um, most importantly, um, if people have to have to blaze their own paths within uh, this new space because if you don't if you don't create your your lane, I mean, no one's going to pave it for you, right? Um, it, one of my first bosses and and mentors, my uncle, uh, would always tell me that Blake. I promise you, no one is getting up this morning and thinking to themselves, what can I do for Blake today, right? What can I, what can, how can I make Blake's life easier? That's on you. So um, in the same way, uh, when I came into Web3 as a non-technical user, as a non-coder, um, you know, I, I did my best to, you know, understand the smart contract side of thing. Definitely EtherScan was... Um, something that I uh, focused on and um, wanted to learn. And it has been the most useful tool uh, along my journey to really understand and uh, get up to speed, right? So I can talk about some of these things. But um, even if that isn't part of your forte and you still want to get into DAO work, uh, there are opportunities for absolutely every type of contributor. Um, like I said at the beginning, um, DAOs are just like traditional companies, right? They still need HR, they still need accountants, and they still need, you know, office people. So uh, even if you're not a coder, even if, you know, you're um, not a token holder even, right? You just are interested. There's still a place for you within Web3 and um, the DAO space. Uh, I'm going to bring it back to politics one more time if I can. <laughs> um, sure. Biden, Biden was talking about, you know, how, how democracies change and evolve. And, you know, a hundred years ago, women couldn't vote. And in 1965 uh, or up until 65, uh, African-Americans largely couldn't vote. Um, so it, it, in the same way, if we want Web3 
and DAO work to be part of um, part of the, the future in a big way, right? If we want it to evolve, it does have to um, constantly innovate. Badger was one of the first projects that I really got into. Uh, one thing that I learned from them um, early on in my experience was their constant innovation and um, never resting on what you have and always looking to, uh, for good or bad, for good or bad, follow the next thing, right? If we stumble, we get up and we try again, it, it, right? You hit, you get back to every other euphemism for that. Uh, but it's, it's absolutely true. Um, Teddy Roosevelt, one of my favorite quotes, um, get action, be sane, do things. It, it just, just try, right? Uh, within um, the DAO space, there's no one that's going to tell us no or, or how to do it a certain way. Uh, and we'll get it wrong a lot. But as long as we, we just get it right a few times, that's all it takes. So okay, no, that was kind so of an, an a- abstract yeah. answer for you. So. Sorry about that. Well, just talking about the practical. So you, you, if there is, if there are people listening to this who aren't that technical, and you mentioned ether scan, what specifically, what should they be learning on ether scan, and how 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 can they go about learning that? Yeah. So for my fellow um, non-technical, non-coding users out there, uh, everything within Web three and what makes Crypto special is the smart contract, right? Um, that's what is run on chain. That's what, that's what the tokens are built off of the contract, right? Everything. So understanding how that works, uh, what that is, how that relates to a wallet address and a token address. Um, and I, I know that that can be hard to suss out when you're looking at numbers instead of writing words. So... Um, I don't have, you know, a a clear path of exactly how I did it or how I would maybe even suggest other people to do it past, um, just smart contract is where to start. And that will lead you down every path that you need to take. Um, I would even say that for newer users of web three, um, before I think all users kind of have a, a a period where they're just, they get into everything. Oh, new project, new project. What's that? What's that? Before you start doing that and digging into um, all these exciting protocols and dApps, take it a step back. Just go back to EtherScan and, and Polygon Scan and how that relates to RBScan, right? And uh, get a good grasp on that. Um, because once you do, and once you understand how to read what's happening in that DAP, what's happening in that protocol on those platforms, it, it'll just make those um, DAP journeys that you're going to take that are super interesting uh, even more um, insightful because you understand them, right? Uh, and then you're going to have a great idea about how it relates to something else. And you're going to make your own protocol because you understand how to. Uh, but really, um, with my understanding of, of smart contracts and how they work, 
Um, I have written some Solidity, um, which is the, the programming language for smart contracts. Uh, and then some, some JavaScript and HTML. So uh, it makes it much less daunting to get into actually using a programming language if you know write the language and the, and the the dictionary, which in our case for smart contracts is Etherscan. That was actually going to be my, my next question about learning Solidity and um, because obviously that can help. So would you recommend actually taking a formal like online course or, or uh, anything like that or just literally just looking around on Etherscan and, and try, hopefully trying to pick things? Any suggestions, like if you were going to do it again, so for someone new who's not technical, not doesn't code, would you, what would be your thoughts how to start? Yeah, so it, there's a couple um, repos and repos are where um, the Solidity code lives on GitHub. Uh, Hello World, um, I can't remember what, yeah, we'll link to it in the podcast if possible, but uh, Hello World is one yeah, that is a, sure, uh, it is one that a lot of people start with, and um, there are other chains uh, like Flow Chain and it's on Flow.org, Flow Protocol. They have a great one uh, that is a a starting course. That is a it's a walkthrough, right? So you're actually doing the coding, you're actually um, working in Solidity, and just making a very very simple contract. Um, that you can still interact with through ADAPT. Um, it, it goes all the way through that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you asked that because I actually did spend a lot of time um, trying to decide whether I should go to a, a coding boot camp. I know um, Brendan came from, from one uh, and met other web three people that we worked with in grants through that boot camp, and obviously has been super um, uh, helpful to him in his journey, it seems. So the reason I didn't go that way, I'm 35, I have two kids and a wife and all that. So it, it is a big time commitment. Um, you know, it, I think it's like 12 weeks for somehow like eight or 12 hours a day um, some people were telling me in certain projects, so yeah, I may still, you know, I, I may still do that at some point because um, I would love to, you know, write a protocol someday. And uh, without those tools, you know, obviously you need them. And just to be clear, um, I guess that's not an equivalent, right? It's not like uh, twelve weeks of boot camp versus, you know. It, playing around on Etherscan for 12 months is any kind of equivalent because past these simple walkthroughs like the hello world and the others, um, there really is a lot to coding, which is probably a, a dumb statement, another statement, but uh, that you, yeah, you just, you need to be taught and you need to learn it and you need to be dedicated to it. Um, however, for those like myself who don't have the time commitment to, to make to that at the moment, or, um, you know, are, are maybe less furious and, uh, about the coding side of things and just want to, you know, it, be an accountant for a DAO, but still understand what's going on and kind of how protocols work. 
I think a uh, a journey with EtherScan and and a, a diligent right trying to understand um, the processes there within, or maybe even um, uh, there there are. I'll, I'll make a couple shout outs. Um, Chris K. Uh, DeFi Donut has a great learning course. Uh, Questbook has a learning course, and we funded several others through Pool Grants too. Uh, Rabbit Hole, for example, there are protocols out there that are aimed at educating people on um, the functionings of Web3, right? So there's tons of resources out there, um, right? All I can speak to is, is my journey. Um, and I feel fortunate because you know, even though I lost a great paying job and career, um, I did have, you know, I took freaking eight, nine months off before really sitting down and, and trying to look for my next thing. Um, and I was able to do so, um, you know, the stimmies were great, but it's not enough to pay a mortgage uh, because of crypto, right? We all are usually turned on by crypto because of financial gain, right? Gains to the moon. Um, but I feel fortunate that I had the time to really follow my hobby or follow my interest and, and make it into something. Um, but for those who don't have, you know, tons of time in a worldwide pandemic to keep you inside uh, for months on end, uh, there's other resources too. So uh, depending on your interest level, your sincerity and your, uh, your goals thereafter. Um, th there are different journeys that people can take, and uh, just like our our evolving governance um, procedures, it, it'll only get better, right? Because we don't have a, a an excellent answer for any specific thing in Web three yet, but we got lots of available um, answers for the different questions. So. Uh, you mentioned a few times about potentially having your own protocol. So what, if you could have a protocol of your own, whether you build it yourself or you work with others, what would that be? Or what do you think is either missing or would you most be, be most interested in building? That is a good question. Um, I, I don't have any specific... Uh, projects that I'm working on, um, just to be clear, I uh, don't have any secret um, project that I plan on releasing, but uh, EPNS is my focus and, and will be for the foreseeable future. But if, that's a good question. Is there really, it is, um, is there anything missing within Web3 that I would want to address, right? Um there's one um, that was uh, brought to light by Seb from Zapper uh, over the last year, and that is financing um, for big purchases like a home, so uh, mortgage servicing. Right now, uh, I know that the conversation, and I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember when Seb was talking about he couldn't get a mortgage because he's crypto? Yeah. Yeah. If you remember the conversation and the comments around it were, well, that, that's available. You, you just put up 100% or 150% up front and then, yeah, you can borrow against that all you want. 
you know, no duh, guys. Like, missing the point completely, in my opinion. Um, uncollateralized asset lending is is what it's called for for the um, those unaware of it, but it's someone saying that they will front you the money for an uncollateralized asset, right? A a real property, a home, a car, a, a building, whatever, right? Anything that you don't have the money for up front. Uh, and being able to offer that loan in a, in a decentralized fashion. And there are a few that are trying to address that. Um, I don't think any are doing so in a maybe truly decentralized fashion. It's more like a group of people, um, pooling funds and then curating, uh, the, uh, applications, right? Someone saying, okay, I want this much. And then that group of people, which is a lending club, right? That's a, what do they call those banks? Um, like it's a small community credit bank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, that's a credit union. Um, it's not, it's not a mortgage, right? It, it, and I'm not saying that web three has to offer something that is exactly a, a mortgage, just decentral, whatever that means. Um, but there has to be some kind of answer, right? If, like I said, I, I'm 35 and thank goodness I, I got my mortgage when I did have a W-2. <laughs> but uh, for the last couple of years, I, I mean, it, as of right now, there's you're not going to get a W-2 for working with the Dow. Uh, and I know that I'm just speaking to U.S. users here, but um, I'm talking about tax reporting, which in the U.S. is what we use to uh, verify income and assets and get loans. So we have to address that if, if we want to seriously offer people um, careers and opportunities for advancement and uh, employment within Web3. Uh, you know, in the U.S. anyways, and it might be different around the world, but really the the secret, if there is any secret to... Um, Prosperity and wealth is property ownership. I mean, it just, as of right now, the American dream is is owning a house because that guarantees you um, past, obviously, the, the necessities of life, but it, it, you're not paying someone else's assets off. You're paying your own assets off, and, and those are the only two choices. You rent or you buy, right? Um, obviously, the latter is, is more of, attractive but there's a reason why people don't and it's because you have to have like 10 or 3 percent down of a hundred thousand dollars and i think something like 50 percent of americans don't have four hundred dollars um in case of an emergency so i think it's it's a glaring hole um and one that past the immediate need offers so much more to web three operators and DAO operators past just um, a place to live in it, 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 it. It's part of the employment and prosperity and, and working within, within the DAOs. Yeah. And I think, I think this is, this is a big, uh, potentially a big thing because, uh, many people who are doing well today in if if 
except from Zappa struggled than many other people who are still doing pretty well and maybe much better than a normal job. Um, still may struggle to, so that's absolutely, absolutely right. Okay, let's just um, move, uh, change track a bit and just uh, have maybe a bit, bit sort of uh, see more about your journey. So, in terms of crypto, let's go going to sort of straight for crypto. What have been some of your biggest successes and fails in a space? Sure. Um, it, it's probably the same thing, and that's uh, getting in and taking part in protocols early. Uh, I say it's the same thing because uh, going back to um, you know people's journeys and and what their interest is and education. Before that, uh, or I mentioned the DAP journey, right? You find all these protocols and holy shit, look at all these different lendings and identities and domain, right? And you go down those rabbit holes and that's, in my opinion, one of the funnest parts of Web3. Um, once it clicks and then, right, uh, taken off. So, uh, oh my God, I just tr lost my train of thought. Um going a little bit you can do anything to make it clearer let me get closer to my computer can you hear me yeah that's much better okay sorry can you give me the question one more time i'm totally lost my yes yeah, so just what are your biggest some of your biggest successes and fail failures ah, in crypto? yes thank you sorry about that okay so um getting in early um fun story uh last summer uh, art blocks, right? Everyone's familiar with art blocks. It's a NFT uh, creator project, artblocks.io. Uh, I can't remember exactly when I got started in it, but it was definitely early. And um, they have curated projects, open, closed projects. And one open project was uh, Crypto Venetians. Um, oh, you're, you're breaking up. Okay, could you, uh, well, we can't really hear you probably. Oh, I was hearing him well. I'm not sure what was going on there. How about now? I took my uh, AirPods off. Okay, great. Okay. Yes, you're talking about art blocks. Yep, so art blocks. And um, they have the different projects that you can, you know, if they're open, get into. And one of those was uh, Crypto Venetians and um, Bright Moments. It, it was kind of a, a weird one from what I remember. And... Uh, did it early in the year. Um, come June, uh, I got an email that, okay, now that you signed up for this open project, Crypto Venetians, you're ready to mint. Uh, here's your time, and we'll see you in, in Venice, in Venice Beach. I was like, you know, what is this again? And I looked it up. I'm like, I had no idea for the most part on the front end. No, you, you keep breaking up. But I can't, can't really hear you. Yeah, everything sounds fine, man. Maybe it's you. Yeah, I was going to say, you were breaking up too a little bit. Yeah, okay. Am I good, guys? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got the email and I was excited to, you know, delve into Artbox and yes, this, yes, that. And come to find out, you know, it was a... Uh, limited run of NFTs that you had to go live in person to mint. Um, and my poking around got me a ticket. And so I 
bought a plane ticket to go to Venice Beach, and my aunt lives in L.A., so it all just worked out a few days later. And yeah, it was a really cool experience. Um, and I got to do it because I was, you know, just poking around different shit early on. Uh, now, flip side of that, you know, obvious, there's so many obvious downsides of getting in and stuff early. Um, yes, I've been rugged. Yes, I've had my private keys stolen. And yes, uh, uh, I've lost lots of money by putting stuff into maybe stuff I shouldn't have. So it, it's all a journey, right? Um, and I, I definitely learned from those things. And uh, come the next project, you know, I'll, I'll be a little bit smarter about how I go about it. But I, I'm still going to, um, you know, have that degen spirit and, um, you know, take some take some plunges in some things that that definitely aren't proven. Um, and I know that that is scary for several reasons within Web3 and the decentralized space. But, it, you know, it, the that um, threat of loss of keys for me at the beginning was uh, kind of like a vague thing that could happen, but I wasn't maybe totally clear on the, the ways people could do it. But um, you figure that out too, right? And even if you stumble, you figure out how you can fix that. So uh, for people who maybe were like me and do have that awareness that they should be, you know, not scared, but, you know, um, uh, aware that it could happen and vigilant for it not, uh, some clarity on how um, that could happen to you, it, it will give you a lot of, of confidence in, uh, you know, how, how to protect yourself from it and um, not be so, so nervous about it. If that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think, uh, do, so we talked about NFT, I think, cover that area. But uh, how can uh, people get in early or find things early uh, today? You know, are we too late for a lot of things? Or like, so if someone's maybe the hero or... I guess it's my connection. Yeah, no, I, I heard you. Um, too late or, or missed the boat, FOMO. Um, absolutely not. Uh, EPNS should be a testament to that alone, right? If you're not too late for notifications, um, you're not too late for anything within Web3. Uh, the way that I went about it um, was largely connections that you make on crypto Twitter and uh, Discord. And depending on where people are going to listen to this, um, it seems like users, as far as social goes, are in kind of two camps. Uh, either you're a Telegram user or a Discord user. Uh, or anyways, that's been my experience. Web3 collaboration lives within Discord, um, whether we all like it or not. And I didn't to begin with. I was a Telegram user, pushed up against Discord, but um, yeah, get in it, get familiar with it, and uh, if you have to pick one, ditch the Telegram. Uh, but <laughs> my preferences aside, um, places like dbank.com, like Zapper, shout out again, um, Zerion, uh, 
checking the um, Uniswap analytics and uh, SushiSwap infos, right? And seeing, okay, what tokens are trending, right? Um, going to a, a place like uh, DeFi Llama and, okay, what are the top 50 DAOs by uh, liquidity of their treasuries, right? Um, stuff like that. This, places where in my prior career, I worked for YP.com. Um, yeah, people still read the phone book too, believe it or not. Uh, we called them listing services, right? So like Yelp and, and uh, uh, Yahoo and Google, obviously. Businesses go there to get found and be found in these lists, right? A plumber list or whatever. Um, there are also crypto domain lists and um, obviously yield farm lists and all these different kind of protocols uh, are curated somewhere in a listing by someone. Um, once again, right, we have lots of answers to these different things within Web3. Uh, no one perfect answer yet. So there's lots of resources for that kind of stuff. Um, uh, you know, my, my best friends still ask me to this day, like, okay, well, all right, I'm ready now. Like, where do I start? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it depends on the user for myself. It, it's, it's poking around. I, I mean, it's, I know that that is not an elegant answer at all, but as of right now within web three, um, finding the next big NFT drop or um, NFT that's minting or token that is um, yeah, getting a ton of trade volume. That's how you do it, is you look for these listing services or better yet, you go to Etherscan or um, any of these other uh, smart contracting, uh, smart contract tracking tools. And reading it there but yeah um really just poking around um making connections I, from another community i made a connection with a guy that i just talked to and he's now making the um game on x die so you know stuff like that uh a challenge there um in my experience if i can share would would be um keeping track of the connections that you make so just like the connections in your phone that you add to your phone book, um, make make sure you you write down when you have a good conversation with someone, uh, or, or someone seems like a someone you know that you know you want you want to be literally you just you want to be friends with because guys, one big thing about Web three is behind each of our profile pictures and behind each of our contract addresses is a person. Um, as much as we want to decentralize every aspect of this space, at the end of the day, um, we're still working with people. So um, making that human connection is huge. Uh, we had you know, kind of our kickoff for my EPNS Gov team um, on Monday and guys, camera's on. Like, let's look at each other in the eye and uh, realize, and maybe that's the, uh, the boomer in me talking because I'm the old man now, but um, you know, it, there's something to taking the numbers out of it and, and looking someone in the eye sometimes. So, well done. Okay. So I'm going to be ending it up here because 
smart investor has lost connection to his Wi-Fi. But this has been great. Like, really cool. Yeah, also, really nice to see what you're working on. EPNS is going to be great. I'm really excited for it. I was hanging out on the Twitter space with you guys and DeFi Dad and stuff yesterday, and the information that was going out is really cool. I can actually see this being very useful, so that's, that's always exciting, right? Like, it's always exciting to see something that you're going to use. And it's yeah. also really nice to see that you guys are kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you're a good group of people behind it. Like, I have faith that you guys are doing this for the right reasons, too. So, like, I also can tell that as you continue to build, like, you'll be building something that I will want to use. Looking forward to that. For sure. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's a great group of people that have been dedicated for a long time, and I'm glad to join them. So, awesome. Thanks so much for having me, guys. This has been, this has been enjoyable. Yeah, thanks. And don't forget, you'll always be PT fam. You still are. Live. You always will Live. PT for life. Yeah, but we love you. Thanks. Okay, I'm going to end the recording and we will wrap it up here. One sec. We got a lot of channels. I keep losing them. I don't know how you keep track of them as well as you I do don't. now. I don't, but it's okay. We have fun with it.